Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Do you want a banana? No, I'm grand. I got on a lot of bananas. I don't have any biscuits for you today. No, that's fine. We've had a fucking infestation of fruit flies. But Shane did this thing with the cling film over the glass. Yeah. Which and put the holes in it. Yeah. Did he have beer in the uh, glass or what did he have in there? Oh, I don't know what he put in, but it's fucking working anyway. Let's talk about this because I'm oh. in a war. Yeah. It's 1983 <laughs> in my house. <laughs> Vapona flying insect killer. Fast acting, apparently. I swear to God, I am taken in so many fumes because of these flies. They've moved in. They've joined forces or something. They were in the trenches. Yeah. Working out, building up energy. And they fucking like this glass is. Oh, my God. There is, I would say, in this glass. But I don't find it disgusting. I find it so satisfying. Uh, I would say 40, (laughs) 40 fruit flies. The Venus flytrap in the fucking windowsill doing absolutely fuck all. Every other week the thing looks like it's dying. Is that the the, the sticky thing? No, the actual plant. The oh, the plant. You yeah. have one of those? Yeah, his name's Champy. One of the kids bought him. <laughs> Do you ever see him chomping? Never seen him chomp, but he does catch a fly, but he doesn't, when he catches it, he just leaves it in his gob Do you think for like weeks. Do you think he's vegan? No, I asked people about this online <laughs> on my Instagram. <laughs> I was like, what's the story with this? And, then, and Anyway, the consensus was, oh no, this is their thing. They look like they're dying and then they come back. And it's true, they do. Then it grew a big fuck off flower thing. All the little mouth things, the chompy things go back into the dirt and you think, oh, it's fucking dead. And then it revitalizes itself again. It's crazy. But you see, I think if you think about the size of him compared to the size of a fly, that'll do him for weeks. Whereas like, I've got a fucking whole community of fruit flies I would have needed multiple Venus flytraps the cling film thing yes if anyone works. doesn't know what it is look it up it totally works yeah I normally use um, we use I've done apple cider vinegar yeah I've done red wine and we've done beer and beer is by far the best thing okay he had did you have lemons in yours 
that was when I did it with the apple cider vinegar. Okay, but there's lemons in our one. Mm. And I, but they were even up in the fucking bathroom. And I was like, are people not flushing? I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, it was crazy. What were they getting in the bathroom? So we've got them. There are stains all over my walls. So this side of the room, you can wipe it down because I painted it with that. And then this side is, since we moved in, it's disgusting. There are just dead flies everywhere. And I'm feeling guilty about the killing of the flies. I had the perfect opportunity last night to kill a fly. I was hoovering. I was like, I can just lash this hoover. Because what did I Google last night? Do flies sleep? Yes, yes, they do. So we were sitting. That's taken Sunday night fear to an extreme (laughs) level. Do fly sleep. So I was sitting where you are last night, watching Good Omens, having a lovely all night. The fly perked up there beside me and just stayed like it was a cat or a dog, just wanting to be near us but not away. The other one was still going insane, and I was like, "Is that bloody fly asleep?" They so they buzz around during the day, and then they're the same as us at night time. They need to go for a sleep. I didn't know that. Would you like to stand up and see something disgusting? Yes. So if you stand up here. Hang on, why am I coming out this side? Yeah, now this would normally take me three steps, but it might take you 27 because you have to go. So go over here, go into the kitchen. Yeah. Now take a look, take a look left. (laughs) You know the way you think I'm an old one? (laughs) Come back. (laughs) What do I have in the kitchen? She basically has. It's Guantanamo Bay. Up at the door frame of the kitchen, there is a pair of her old knickers. The elastic. (laughs) Stop it! Stop it! She's catching flies. Stop. What are they called? Sticky orange tape. Oh, yeah. Fix me, Mike. It's sticky, sticky yellow tape stuff for flies. Yeah, that you hang up, and the sticky tape goes down in that spool as though it's like sellotape hanging down. And that thing, Crossy gave it to me. Yeah. And I swear to God, it is an assassination king. The amount of flies on that. Do you ever watch one fly into it and get stuck? I saw it last night and I I tried to save it. But then I was like, oh God, it's ripping its leg off. (laughs) Mine are all just fruit flies. There's no blue bottles. It's just all fruit flies. Yeah, we're just flies in this house. We had the fruit flies. They've moved out because I... They've gone up to mine. They've moved to yours. But honestly, I feel like I'm in a war, a war zone. And the Nana stuff is the best. Forget the Vapona. This Not is, the Vapona. No. It looks it looks like it would do the biz, but obviously all it's doing is you're getting fucking high off it. High as a kite. It looks like it's from 1973 as well, is what I it liked does, in the bottom. Yeah. I don't know where that came out of. I'd say it was with that. We got it with the house. And that little sticky thing um, is, it's a killing machine. It really, there's some... Big old boys on that. Everywhere. Like absolutely everywhere in the house. And I'm cleaning really, all the time. It's real owl and stuff though. But Crossy's an owl one too. Really. He's an owl one. Yeah. Crossy from everyone of ours who, who that is. So I think that we're all, we're, everyone in the country seems to be in a war. Yes. So we got the good weather with the kids going back to school. Oh, the flies are still here. We had a barbecue yesterday. So did we. Did you? Yeah. Had a few G&Ts. Ooh. Yeah. I put prawns on the barbecue. Never done that before. Say it properly. Prawns. Oh, you want to say prawns. Shrimp. Shrimp on the barbie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alf Stewart is here. Loved it. Yeah, loved it. It was nice. You felt fancy? No, I just felt full. I had steak before the prawns. <laughs> I had some 
sandwich steaks there the other week and only I was eating them mm. and I was starting to fucking have two steaks a day honestly I was having one for my breakfast and one for lunch was the iron low <laughs> the iron wasn't low but it was just so tasty and I was like oh, you were having one for what breakfast and lunch <laughs> sorry are you on the Atkins diet I don't know what I was fucking thinking and I was like this needs to stop well you see I was trying to I was trying to get the protein into me. How's Sorry, your cholesterol? <laughs> then, yeah, somebody <laughs> did mention, you're, that's really bad for you. And I was like, <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, my God. I know. I'm ashamed of myself. But you're like. But it was just mm. so tasty and they're so quick. Hello to all the vegans who are listening right now. Very sorry. And vegetarians, yeah. of course. Yeah, well, I see Ella's veggie. Yeah. So she couldn't help me eat them. Mm. But they were just so nice. So I, but I had to, I had to stop. Like. You're eating like Chris Hemsworth. Like, are you, are you trying, do you have something to tell us? Are you in the new Marvel? Is there something going on? No, I think maybe I was just a bit depressed or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think no. there was that, there was no exciting news. What sort of superhero would you be? Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, how many, what, like five foot two superhero? Is, have we had that before? Exactly. Come on, where's representation? I was going to say, we have had Ginger though. We've had Poison Ivy. Yes. Of course, I've, I've you know, not I've, a real, done the, I've, I've done the Halloween party with Poison Ivy. Mm, but she wasn't, like, you must Basically feel really bad. She's not, a, she, Uma wasn't a real Ginger. She that took actually that role did really you. piss me off. To did be it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always get pissed off when they get non-gingers to play ginger roles. One hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, so then I actually saw a picture of Sarah Green the other day doing some play with a big fucking phrase ginger <laughs> wig in her. And I was just like, <laughs> Sarah Green, oh, you're you amazing, beautiful woman. Which <laughs> a lovely colouring. So then you must be okay with Nicole because she because Nicole Kidman. Because she balances between two spheres. She yes. is redhead and she is blonde. She is a redhead, but she has that thing where she, as she started to go grey, she's dyed a blonde. More and more blonde. Yeah, because it's very hard to keep. If you have red hair that goes grey, it's, I've been told it's very hard to replicate the red but isn't that the beauty of red hair because my mother didn't start to go grey until she was in her 60s she still denied it was her 60s but it was definite I saw the glints yeah, Mary, yeah. that she managed to keep the red that redheads don't go as grey as early because of the pigment in your hair I, I could be talking so. shite no I think there's definitely something in that I think most redheads I've never met a redhead going grey in their 20s like, no 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 oh god that's lovely isn't it I mean yes Give us something. I was just about to say, you Jesus have to put up Christ. with Christ. <laughs> Give us fucking, I mean. But that must have been something when you were growing up that would cause a bit of conflict. Cause Which? Being a redhead, I'm not saying it was right, but I remember all the redheads, the redhead lads in our school were honestly like Stephen Brownie and them, they were always like really funny guys that would make the oh. redhead joke before anyone tried to come for them. And if they did, yes. especially when they were in first year, they turned it into a joke rather than it being a thing that they could be picked on. Which I've always thought is really weird. We're Irish. Why would you pick on redheaded people? There's so many of us. So many. Oh, look. The woes of being a redhead and what that, like, what that brings up conflict-wise, I don't even want to get into today. Is it's it? too, it's too much. We're, it's, it's. PTSD. We'd need a, a four-part <laughs> podcast on that. 
being in Southeast Asia with my mate Anya, who's got gorgeous red, long, wavy hair. Mm-hmm. Like it's like her hair is a natural beach wave. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know the type. There was just Vietnamese coming up, touching her. Vietnamese people. Oh, the hair. Oh, they're, like she was just touched everywhere she yeah, went. And we we're I like, want. is this a religious experience or is this sexual assault? <laughs> like what's what's going on here? Sign me up. Hello and welcome to... And another thing. My name is Maureen O'Connell. I'm Emma Doran. And this is the podcast where we contribute to, but not add value in any way, no. to the conversation. No. And we're thinking about conflict today. Yes. Conflict. I avoid it at any and all possible junctures in life. Yes. How do you deal with it, Emma? So, well, look at it now. I'll be honest, sometimes I do go looking for it. <laughs> but when we're talking about I do, I do. I asked Emma on WhatsApp. <laughs> and I went, and do you have, would you have any, you know, stories about conflict? And she was like, yeah, I'll try to think of one or two. And then it was just a page of laughing faces. I think where I shine in conflict is with strangers. <laughs> okay. That's my idea of. Oh no, that is my speciality. What? Yeah, yeah. Like a stranger could come up and punch me in the face and I'd be like, I am so sorry. That's that the m- thrill of it. My face hit That's your the thrill of it. What? That's the thrill. Explain this to me. Tell me. What, okay. is, what is it? So your classic parking. Actually, well today, I had to inform you that I can't parallel park. Yeah, I mean, I usually try and keep it a secret from people for as long as possible. And I'm off just saying it now. Fuck. Anyway, <laughs> so I have no right getting fights with people, but because <laughs> I can't parallel, I can't parallel park. But if somebody starts on me in a car park, I will fucking go off at them. What? It's they have to start on me. If so, do you know what really pisses me off? You know, like the the beep. Yes. Now the beep is, I think it's the worst thing. And I saw someone on Twitter once say, I wish that we had a different horn for like, say if someone uh, hasn't seen the light has changed. Yes. To be like, I don't want to beep you, but they said, hey, bestie, just letting you know that the lights changed. No argument here. Hope you're doing okay. Because the horn just sounds so aggressive. So aggressive. Yeah. It's very aggressive. Mm. But no, look, I don't think it's just me. I think it's Irish people. I would always say this thing, like I worked in a shop, right? And Irish people in shops is very different to like, say, American people in shops. Mm. So you know the way when you go to a shop in America, yeah, they call them stores or whatever, you go to a store in America and they say, can I help you? Mm. And they are actually asking, can they help you? Really? Yeah. Okay. You know, mm. but in an Irish shop, if somebody says, can I help you? That's them asking, are you fucking Robin? <laughs> can I help you? Can I help you? So our conflict, so we disguise it. <laughs> so you may not know I'm looking for conflict. I may be disguising it, but it's not the words I'm saying. It's the tone. I won't be effing and jeffing. But if I say to somebody in another car who beeps, I say, mm. sorry, excuse me, can I help you? I'm not sorry. I don't want to be excused. And I in no way, shape or form want to be able to help them. I want them to fuck off. <laughs> now. <laughs> Serious note though, I do find conflict, 
I don't it's I don't find it too bad in relationships. Mm. Friendships very difficult. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, I don't yeah. know what that is about. I feel like maybe if you're in a relationship and there's conflict, especially if like you're living together. Mm. I only live with one man, but we'll just talk about this in a kind of an imaginary. <laughs> I love this. It's like you and I haven't a clue. But I find that easier because you you have to come to a conclusion or a resolution of some description, whatever that is, because you're living in the same space. Mm-hmm. And there's not the same. You don't have to get that same uh, conclusion with a friendship sometimes unless you both want it. As in that friendship could go by the wayside. Yes. Yeah. Like you'll be like, okay, done. I'm yes. sure that there are people listening right now who have friends in their lives that something happened. You never talked about it and they're just not your friend anymore. Well, the, you see, now that's interesting. So has that, has that happened to you in friendships before? Well, you haven't talked about something and the friendship has slowly kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm conflict averse without a shadow of a doubt. But there was a couple of years ago a situation with one of my very best friends. Mm. And I thought there was something going on. She didn't. I felt like I was just on the outside. Okay. To Something was off. Something was off. Yeah. Something was really off. And it got to the stage where, like I remember sitting inside my bedroom there on the phone to her, crying. Mm. Yeah. Being like, I don't know what's going on. And she was like, you... And she thought I was mad. She was like, what are you talking about? Okay. Because she didn't see it in the same way. Because there's something about, we live in different parts of the country. Yes. And we're at very different stages of life. Okay. You know, she's got the kids, the house, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I just felt like I was drifting from her in such a way. And her relation, her friendship to me is one of the most important things. Because, you know, we've been mates forever and ever. And I... I just found it very difficult to get my head around. Mm-hmm. Oh, just move on. You know, you're in a different stage now. Yeah. You don't have the same worries and issues as she has. She can't come out with you on Friday, Saturday and Sunday night. It's she, not because she doesn't love you. She just. She's got responsibilities. Yeah. But it felt like it. And I was like, I was bawling crying. Like, okay. I remember bawling yeah. crying and had my headphones in. And I was trying to distract myself by making the bed and cleaning to be like. But we needed to do it. You needed to have the talk. We absolutely needed to have a proper conversation. But my God, was I dreading it. Yeah. But if we hadn't, I think we would have drifted further and further. We still would have been in the same gang. But yes. it, it would have been a very different friendship. You see, I'm the opposite now. What do you mean? I'm coming to the conclusion that maybe it's better not to say this to friends. <laughs> because I... I've lost two friendships uh, because of my own mouth. Because of me going, oh no, I need to say something about this now. We need to get this out in the open. And it has killed two friendships. And I wondered to myself, if I had not said anything, if I kept my mouth shut and kind of just like plopped through the awkward something's off thing, would we have come out the other side? Because sometimes I feel people don't want me to say <laughs> the thing. And I say the thing and then it's out there and it's never coming back. 
God, it kind of depends on what you're saying. If it's home truths that the person doesn't want to hear. Yeah. Like if it's about you, you know, you robbed my top five years ago and you haven't given it back. You yes. forgot my birthday in 1992 and you for, uh, Dieter Brummer was the guy I liked from from home and away and, and you took him from me. Yes. You know, something like that. But if it's a home truth that someone's denying, they don't want you to tell them. They no. don't want you to say it. Because oh, I'm trying to get better. Like, this is terrible, but it, I do. I have tried to get better at, like, um, faking. Isn't mm. that terrible? Mm. But I'm like, sometimes I say to myself, I don't have to be fucking honest and open about everything all of the time. Okay. And I don't want you to go into, because obviously it's something that's very hurtful and something big that happened in your life. Yes. Yeah, I see. But then a part of me is like, well, if it wasn't meant to be, it wasn't meant to be. And I, it's one of these things, basically what happens to me sometimes is say somebody does something right and I kind of lose a little bit of respect for them and think that they do and I pipe up about that whereas I'm like maybe that is just a thing that I should have gotten over on my own rather than tell the person I've lost a bit of respect for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom like Evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you know what I mean? What sort of things? Don't tell me, but like say, what would be something that would cause you to lose a bit of respect for, for someone? Uh, people's choices in dodgy partners. Yeah. That's where it always goes That's to, isn't it? That's it always goes. Yeah. So you're in that thing of like, you feel like you have to say it to your friend. You know, you have to say it to your friend mm. that you, you think that this is bad news. And you can't. I d- See, I don't know about that. Mm, you see, it's a tricky one, isn't it? It's very hard to fake hanging around with your friend's partner that you can't stand. Yeah. Very hard to fake. Yeah. Uh, And if it's something that you can't do, you're not going to be as close as you once were. Say, like, you're not inviting them around for a barbecue because you're going to have to spend Saturday evening with him. Mm -hmm. You're going to spend your whole time being, let's have a girl's night. Girl's night, girl's night, girl's night. Rather than having you together. Mm. There's nothing worse than hanging around with a fella you can't respect and you're like, I cannot believe that mm. she puts up with your shit. Yeah. You know? And now it's a tricky one, isn't it? 
yeah I don't know I suppose it's it's still something I, I'm not fully well I can't shut my fucking mouth anyways it doesn't matter but <laughs> me and uh, Ella did these tests before yeah they were like personality tests mm-hmm. um, basically and we got on like really well but we laughed at the results because it was like she's hypersensitive as a person and I'm insensitive yeah 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 it skips a generation you know what I mean and we were like we laughed about it we were like yeah that makes total sense how did she survive I don't know how she survived in all fairness you think it would kind of make her hardy having a mother yeah like that I don't know I see I think I find it easier with my children Mm. to uh, accept, like accept it and work around it and stuff. Right. But I think, yeah, with friendships, I'm probably not as, or I haven't been in the past as, what's the word I'm looking for? Forgiving? Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably yeah, forgiving, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're people that you chose years ago. Yes. You've been with them and you're like, this isn't who you are. This isn't who you are. I've known you forever. Yeah. Whereas they're sitting there going, you change and evolve as you grow in life. Yes. And that's what happens. Yeah, you do change and evolve, but it it doesn't necessarily, it can be, that can mean anything, can't it? Yeah. There are a lot of people that are friends at a certain stage of life. Yes. And you're like, we'll have you for this stage, this stage, this stage. I think as we've gotten older, though, people are better at getting on board with, oh, I'm not a massive fan of that person. They're not a massive fan of me, but like. Yeah. You, I think when you're younger, that's it can be soul destroying, can't it? Yeah. Because people aren't willing to compromise or I don't know. I think as people get older as well. They will be more accommodating to friendships and to different yeah. personalities. And well, when you're younger, you're left oh, on the yeah, outside and yeah. it's so intense, those relationships. As you're older, you're like, I've got enough going on. Yes. As long as you realize that there are people in this world that you probably do not know that hate you. Like they, like one day you did something, park in a car I know. in the Crescent Shopping Center and they're like, I hate that person and they see you every day that you do the big shop you have no idea who that person is you have never you've never paid attention and there's someone and they just hate you I know that's just the way it is yeah and to them they've got this big beef in their head with you but that's the conflict averse thing I would be fascinated and God rest them you don't have them yeah how you would be with (sighs) in-laws I think about that well 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 so you don't have to deal with that. Oh, I did it at a time. And I made a balls of it. Did you? Ball, yeah, I made a balls of it. Oh. Um, I made a balls of it because <laughs> if you are the in-law, you have to fucking know your place, don't you? You have to know your place. Even I find with family things, I'm less mouthy with like with family if there's a sniff of a conflict within the family mm-hmm. I wouldn't go into that head first 
So I would say I probably give the most understanding to my family. Yeah. Happy to headbutt a stranger, but you're not going to do it to your family. No. (laughs) If I feel like somebody (laughs) is getting a bit touchy in a queue, I've no problem. Yeah, what? Here, here you, what? I was I've no problem with that. Would you call someone out if they're... Absolutely. If they... Skipped me. Yeah. 100%. See, I just sit there silently seething. No, say something. What'd you say? Q's here. I say, sorry, can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, can I help you? Of course that's what I say. Well, so someone be vaping me hand in case it all kicks off <laughs> and I've got a weapon ready to go. No, I'll say, I'll say, I will pipe up a cues. Or Shane would have slagged before we go to restaurants and I'd be like, sorry, the food arrived. There'd be no cutlery on the table. I said, sorry, can I have some cutlery? And he kind of makes this face like, oh, don't mind her. She's fucking mad. I'm like, oh, what? Are you going to cut your steak with your fingers, you mad fuck? You want me to pipe up? Like, that's not even conflict. You want me to say it? Yeah. Stop making it kind of, mm, sorry about your one. And you're like, I've got so much protein in me right now. He I've got, had five steaks saying, already. I'm ready to fight you. He'll sit there and be like, with no cutlery. I'm like, what are you fucking telling me for? Sorry, can we? Thank you. Thanks very much. Like, I'm not rude about it. I just, like, say. I've always loved the kids. If they're, like, in places, I'll always get them to pipe up themselves because I want them to pipe up. I don't want them to be scared of their own voice out loud in public. But do they do the, sorry, or is it? I'm so sorry. Is there any chance? Like, is it I am saying sorry and this sorry is dripping oh, in sarcasm because I think that you're such a fucking idiot. No, I'm very polite. I'm very good at all that. No, but like even uh, Tommy had a party there the other week and uh, I know, I know for a fact I emotionally damaged him by how much pressure I was putting on him to go and say thanks to the kid's mom. <laughs> like, I know. I created a core memory because I was being so <laughs> Such a fucking fuck about it with him. I could see his little face look back at me. He's like, I could see with his eyes. He's like, there's a big crowd. It's really hard for me to push through all these people. I think it's grand. I mean, you can't say, say, thank her. Say fucking thank you with a smile. And he sees his little face and he's so panicky. And I think I'm doing the right thing. And I'm not. I'm just emotionally damaging him. But anyway, it looks sad about me. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I find conflict is such a, it's such a tricky one. It's, it's, I would do anything to avoid it, anything, at all, in any it's, way, shape, I think, or form. Yeah, I don't mind it with strangers and all that because it means nothing. Yeah, I don't mind saying to the woman in the queue. It's not that kind of thing, but with the people I actually care about and all that, like a friend of mine was saying there. The other week she was annoyed about her fella about something. And I, I said, oh, I've said it to him. She said, yeah. And I said, when, when do you say it to him? And I knew that, I knew because it's what I used to do in the past. She says it to him when she's already pissed off about something else. Yeah. So it basically will start with, you know, something simple like, uh, he hasn't put his shit in the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. And you start with, we're taught, like I've been out all day, like it, what what have you been doing? Like you could have put your stuff in the dishwasher, now I have to do all this. And what is your fear of commitment all fucking about anyway? 
And I do that. I used to wait to bring up something when I was pissed or whether I was already pissed off about something. Yeah. And I have to try now. I mean, we've been together 16 years. So like, you know, you do. There are less fights. Yeah. You know, when you first move, when we first moved in together, I used to do the silent treatment. Oh, loved the silent treatment. If you think you can beat me on the silent treatment, you better fucking forget about it. I wouldn't. I, I, you could go to the Olympics for Ireland, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Medals. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after you do that for a fucking couple of months, uh, <laughs> you're like, this is no way to live. You know what I mean? I would get to the point where something joyous would happen. And because you're doing the silent game with the person, you can't react to it. Like you'd literally open your phone and go, oh, <laughs> seems to have won the Euro millions. <laughs> oh, well. Like, you'll never mean, know. The can't commitment talk about it. to it is just so fucking stupid. So <clears throat> I gave up the silent treatment. Or if I do now, it's, I mean, it's fucking 20 minutes. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're yeah, not yeah. talking. T- Days, months and years on the fucking thing. Days. You definitely went days, didn't you? Oh, 100% done days. Days. In the same house, done days. Done days. I, I, I couldn't stand the tent. Like, I think I'm getting hives thinking about that. I used, Absolute hives. I remember hives. doing it as a kid. I used to do it to my parents. When what? They wouldn't let me do something. And then what I do is I do the silent treatment, right? Yeah. And then I go to bed. And I would say to myself, don't forget, don't forget when you get up that you're doing the silent treatment. Don't oh fucking forget. And I get up in the morning. I go, morning, how are you? Let's do that. I like forget. I fuck it up for myself. Like, oh, damn it. Ruined it now. So when I got to be an adult and moved out, I had trained for years. And then I eventually learned it was a pointless skill. That oh, I didn't need. So I don't do it now. Cannot imagine that. At all. Silent treatment on your parents? Silent treat. No. We had. I don't know how long we've been together now. About oh, yeah. seven or eight years. Something like that. Okay. And. How long have you lived together? Seven or eight years. I basically moved in. Okay. Because yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. That's how you. That's yeah. how I judge the being together. I think is when you move in. Yeah. We were like a lesbian together. couple. We moved in straight away. Yeah. And. We had our first, I think, proper big argument. Okay. Just a few months ago. Really? Yeah. First ever proper. First there, there'd been little arguments, you know, mm. when we first started seeing each other. I, having never been in a relationship, didn't realise if you're staying out all night, you should tell the person you're not coming home. Like little things like that. Oh my God, this is classic. That, yeah, but like I was at a house party and then was like, oh, I'll just stay over. Yeah. And I just didn't tell him. And wow, arrived and arrived the next day, obviously angry. And I was like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. And like he sat me down on that couch going, OK, can I tell you what a relationship is? If you're not coming home, you have to tell me because I was very worried and you yes. didn't answer your phone. So little things like that, of him yes. teaching me how to be in a relationship was interesting, but never a big, fully blown fight. Shouting? Not really shouting, but uh, we the went shouty tone in the voice. It's not shouting, but yeah, it was more the sort of 
despair, actually. Okay. I felt like it was despair. And we both went to like our separate corners like it was a boxing match. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can't slam doors in this house because they're sliding doors. Very so I slid my door and it just softly closed. <laughs> and he did oh, the same. Yeah. So it was a really strange experience. I've never had that with someone before someone that I'm in love with yeah um and I found it very uncomfortable did not like it we resolved everything within half an hour like we sat down had a pretty serious conversation about loads oh yeah I was I wouldn't have been able to deal with it Mm -hmm. but the fact that we got to that point was it it really cleared the air I think maybe couples might need to fight every once in a while oh yeah defo yeah and we hadn't Okay. So Not really. One. Yeah, I think we kind of needed yeah. a big sort of clear the air argument. Yes. You know? Showed a couple of other topics for the crack. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was weird. It was it was really, really weird. But sometimes it's hard not to do those like check in, check up things when you're in a couple without yeah. a bit of conflict. Because you'll always have times when somebody is feels like they're picking up more of the slack than the other and yeah you know what i mean yeah i think especially now the way you know like the the traditional gender roles in a relationship aren't the same as they were when our mothers were yeah you know getting married and all that kind of thing but it's hard it's hard to sometimes uh yeah well i i think a lot of Sometimes the conflict stems from, for me anyway, would be about being defensive. Oh, So, yeah. you know, that kind of thing, like, say, when you were saying you were trying to think of, th- could you think of things that you had been... Oh, yeah, and I'm apparently very defensive. I was told by a professional recently. You see, but I think we all are. Yeah. But other people, they react to it better. When there's no reason to get defensive, to be like, what? Like I watch some people and they're like, hmm, okay, interesting. And they mightn't agree with the person at all. Yes. But they diffuse the situation in such a way that they, it seems like they're taking what the person is saying on board. Yes. They're not listening in any way, shape or form and they think this person is entirely wrong. But I'm like, wow, you're masterful. That person is masterful at making, making people feel listened to. Yes. And some people are much better at taking criticism than others. Mm. I mean, I've, we all do. I have certain topics that, you know, are harder to take than others. Like what? Well, I was told that my cooking wasn't great. <laughs> and my cooking is not great. Yeah. So okay. I took great umbrage at that because I think part of me associated that with me being a good homemaker. Right. And that was basically resolved. Have you do fucking everything then? Fuck you. You ungrateful swine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can taste it too, but how dare you say it to me? (laughs) Like, Emma, why are you drinking at 11 o'clock in the morning? Oh, fuck you. But (laughs) that's just all the steak. That's how you react to having too much steak. But then people could say to me about other things that it wouldn't, like I've never, 
about actually performing or anything like that or like I'm not too uh, precious about that kind of stuff uh, or about my looks or not that shabby but you know what I mean if somebody was to say something about my looks or my appearance or whatever it's because she comes in here every single I week and I'm like oh my god she looks so good <laughs> I do I think you're getting better looking by the week no but I've ne- it's never been what I've it's never been you know a big age. part of who I am. No, but you're aging like a man. My face. But the Botox is wearing off so quick, man. I have to stop this exercise. <laughs> <laughs> it's wearing I don't like I don't really care. But um yeah, we all have our little bits that we're more sensitive about than yeah. others, don't we? Yeah, yeah. But I don't think there's anything wrong if you are conflict avoidant. The only person who I don't mind asking for fate well, the person I'll ask favours the most and with the least amount of guilt or shame and guilt and you may struggle with feelings of guilt and shame Mm. oh shit my dad because my dad will just go okay if I'm at a gig and Shane's going to match I'll ask him to babysit and ask my dad oh sorry what yeah I asked my dad I thought I'm getting flashbacks of this what's driving me insane this week is this PR line from Joe Jonas's people about him minding the children for the three months while he's been on tour and I'm like yeah so he's a parent who's working he has 57 nannies and they thought that this was the PR line to put out this is the PR line. It's the biggest heap of sexist bullshit yeah, yeah. I have ever, ever seen. I'm not comparing them to normal people. They are not. They are multimillionaires, no, all that kind of not. stuff. But to put out that he has been parenting for three months whilst on tour, I'm like, yeah, Beyonce has her 57 kids with her as well. I What's know. the big deal here, lads? It's not getting headlines. Oh, sorry, drove me insane. So your dad will you be. You want to spend a day with fucking Carrie Katona, but anyway. <laughs> But conflict, I don't know. I think you're either good at it or you're bad at it. And there are some people who are excellent at it. Yes. And conflict in a way that people, I just think they're the best people who can like go forward, say what the issue is and then get over it. Wow. We just solved everyone's relationship problems. Wow. So amazing. So good. That's us. Real clever clogs. No issues around conflict whatsoever. Yay. Go us. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be in the London Irish Centre on October the 13th Please do come along Tickets are available online I have been Maureen O'Connell I've been Emma Dorn And this was Andalus Small details are big surfaces Tight corners are odd shapes Flat, rounded, textured or tall Whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack 
for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.